fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society, allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right it is. Welcome back into the program. It is a Monday, the greatest day of the entire week, setting the tone for the rest of the week, being as productive as you possibly can. Hey, happy post-Easter to you. Hopefully you had a great Easter weekend. Let's get back into the groove of things here, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. Your Millennial General reporting for duty. Welcome aboard. Great to have you along today. Big show lined up. We have a lot of things to talk about. Some serious, some even more serious. <laughs> so we'll get to that here in a little bit. Bottom of the hour, Rebecca Terrell. She is contributor, writer for The New American. We've had her on many times before and look forward to chatting with her again uh, coming up in a little bit. She's going to be talking about the link between the Biden family, Hunter Biden specifically, on Russia, Ukraine, and China. What's the link there? And does it explain why some of the mandates and sanctions and all the crap that we're putting on against Russia is not like doing anything? Because maybe they have their own personal interest of things going on there. Hint, hint, wink, wink. We'll talk about that. Now, I know that probably just banned us with the FCC. It probably silenced all of our social media with the conspiracy theories, but we're going to roll along with it as long as we possibly can. Anyways, welcome in. we got a lot to get to today. Uh, happy Easter to you. Hopefully you had a great one. I admit that I was more tired than I thought I was. I slept like a lot over the weekend. We made some Easter dinner, obviously, had a great time, spent time with the family. We got outside a little bit, started doing some of the planting and gardening things, getting stuff all ready, because here in Wichita, where I'm based out of, finally warming up enough where we can get the soil all ready to go. So had a great time with that. Hopefully you did it as well. Really spent the time for the season and the reason for the holiday and in remembrance as well. Joe Biden obviously had a good one as well. You doing all right, buddy? Doing do, Feeling good, Biden? Sure, doing, I want to be clear. Uh-huh. I'm not going nuts. Making sure. Making sure. He had a heck of an Easter, I, t- I tell you. I don't know if you've seen any of the video or watched any of what Joe Biden did during Easter. I didn't. I didn't even know he did like any Easter presentation until I saw some of the recaps today. But man. Talk about not knowing where you're at. Dude, you're at the White House. You're the president of the United States. You're trying to, like, govern things, and you're doing a crap job of it right now. But kudos for at least trying. I guess A for effort on that one. He had imagine this. When a president has to be guided and led by the Easter Bunny, you know you probably have a bad job right now. You're probably not doing the best. When you have to have the Easter Bunny guide you on where you're supposed to be at certain times and like, hey, buddy, you got to go over there. Got to go over there. Need to go. Stop taking photos of the people. Stop talking about random crap. Just go go over there. You'll be taken care of. It's all good. If you haven't seen that video, highly recommend it. You can find it on the Instagram with the Breitbart News uh, link there, and they'll show you some of those clips. I did put a collage together, though, of some of the clips because you want to know who's really running things right now? Seems to be the wife, Mrs. Biden. She's the one. All right, now you're just gonna sit here, and you're gonna be you're gonna eat your dinner. We're gonna take care of you. Don't worry, just sit right here. I'm telling you, she guided him the entire weekend long. When he's out in public, he has to be guided because he doesn't know what he's doing. Okay, so I'm going to quickly read Brown Bear, Brown Bear, so you're all not soaking wet. And they're not gonna let me read at all. <laughs> I'll let you here. You can start no. us off. <laughs> all right. Okay, just stay. 
Just stay. Just stay. She, she's telling me, just sit. Don't move. <laughs> she's a teacher. I'm the teacher, you know. Happy, happy Easter. <laughs> All right. Wait. Wait. Wave. Wow. There it is. Sitting down there reading books to children. All right, just just stay right here. Uh, she. This is like the old, and I'm not making fun of old people in any way, shape, or form. This is pathetic. This is the leader of the free world. This is like the old person home where you're like, all right, you're just going to stay right here. I'm going to go get you your food. You don't have to do anything. Just take care. And I'm not degrading anybody here except for Joe Biden because he's sad. But this should not be the mental state of the free leader of the free world right now. Hey, just stay right here. Hey, okay, she told me to stay right here. I'm just going to sit right here. And people are laughing, kind of a nervous laugh. And then, happy Easter, everybody. And then she's like, wave, wave, dummy. Come on, wave. Dude, this is bad. This is worse than I thought. Like, we make fun of him at times and poke bit because he's kind of the low-hanging fruit, which is really sad for being the leader of the free world again. But this is even worse than what we originally thought. There were different ways for people to celebrate the Easter holiday. And here's where I want to show you how divided the world is. And I say the world because this didn't just happen in the U.S. So I want to show you how divided we are coming out of Easter weekend, which is supposed to be, you know, Holy Week. It's supposed to be very religious for at least half of the world population. And I'm not just talking about Christians here, obviously, but the Jewish community, a little bit of the Muslim community. Uh, everybody celebrates Easter. Even pagans celebrate it in some way, shape, or form as uh, the fertility time to start planting and doing all their stuff as well. Regardless of what you believe in, I don't really care. We can get into discussions of philosophy and, and other things later on if you want to. But regardless of what you believe, that somebody's celebrating this time of year in some way, shape, or form. And here's how divisive it has become in the normal world and then in crazy town. One headline from uh, the United Kingdom. This is talking, you want to talk about dedication to the religious beliefs. A student dies during a reenactment of Jesus' crucifixion or crucifixion. Crucifixion isn't a word. Crucifixion. Uh, he dies during the reenactment. Now, no, he. for those of you that are wondering, like, oh, my gosh, he did not die while he was nailed up to the cross. That is not how he died. He was carrying the cross when he tripped and he fell and he started bleeding by hitting himself with a rock and he ended up dying. People didn't know, though, because they thought it was part of the reenactment and it took them a while to realize that he actually fell and actually died. His name is Sewell Ambrose, 25 years old, is an undergraduate from the Clarentian University in Nigeria. Died doing a cross, uh, doing a Jesus reenactment for the crucifixion. Their story number one: talk about dedication to your faith. If you die while doing a reenactment of that, no, he has not risen back. Number two, uh, this is from the Star Telegram. Here's the other side of the aisle of people just wanting to cause issues. Because why the hell not, right? From the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, parent in a bunny suit hands out Easter eggs filled with condoms to a Texas elementary school. There you have it. Two separate sides of the aisle on that one. Talk about uh, how do different, radically different people celebrate Easter celebration. This is what we're up against right now. And it's kind of sad. So uh, happy Easter to you. Hopefully you celebrated the appropriate way in some way, shape, or form. But that one uh, that one took me off guard. What do you do with that? If a parent's handing out condom-filled Easter eggs at a, not just like high school either. This is elementary school from the Easter Bunny. Oh, man, this is what the world that we're dealing with right now. But I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on that. We're past Easter. Let's move past and let's talk about the latest and what's trending. What's trending today? All right, we got to touch on this, unfortunately, a little bit, but the social media world. 
Where are you? Are you still on the Tweety right now? Because right now, not a whole lot of things are changing with the social media. Elon Musk is still trying to purchase uh, Twitter outright. The official board has come out and said, no, uh-uh, we ain't going to do it. In fact, they've now uh, activated one of the clauses in their terms of contract as board members to where they're now allowed to purchase more shares of Twitter, at no charge, by the way, uh, for them. So that way they're not capped at the 4.5% is what board members were normally, which is why Elon Musk ended up turning down the board position because he wanted the majority of the shares. He did not want to be capped at 4.5% by being on the board and then just having a minimal input on what the board actually does. They have now activated the clause, not only just saying no to him, which we knew was going to happen, but saying, hell no, you're not going to purchase this company from us. And now we can buy more shares to where you're not going to be the majority share owner. You own 9.2%. We're now going to own 15%. So that way you don't have a say in what's going on in this company. That's how desperate they are to silence speech on social media. Here's my big question. I haven't talked a lot about this issue other than this. Elon Musk, I am a fan of yous, uh, of yous, my friend. I'm a fan of what you do. I don't necessarily like electric vehicles. I'm not going to buy one. But you know what? Kudos for you. You're trying to make the world a better place. Your heart is in the right place making uh, Tesla and making Tesla vehicles. At the same time, SpaceX, you are doing humanity's work with this, trying to start civilization on Mars. 110% agree with it. I love the fact that you're doing it. Why are you so focused on trying to own a social media company? I get the whole freedom of speech thing. I get the whole censorship thing. I get the whole it's important for people to have a dialogue. Why does this matter to you? You're literally trying to save humanity by sending people up to Mars to create a civilization with a one-way ticket, which, yes, by the way, I did apply for back in the day a few years ago to try and be on that one-way ticket. Mars needs a talk radio host to try and talk about those Martians to get them to vote Republican. (laughs) Ha ha! See what we did there? But what you're doing is the work of humanity. You have major human consciousness life altering things that you are doing and you're worried about social media i don't understand the fascination there i understand the importance of censorship and trying to get rid of it and trying to bring free speech back and maybe you're concerned that if we do start civilization on mars you don't want us to be as screwed up as what you are here so let's try and fix things here a little bit so that way we have better communication with what's going on up there i don't know i just don't understand the fascination with it or maybe he's just bored and just wants something else to do with his, you know, $49 billion. I don't really know. But why fight this? Because you're not going to win unless you do buy it all out, which I hope you do. And if you do, all the power to you, buddy. You're all about freedom of speech and open content on social media. That's awesome. I just don't understand the fascination. Here's another twist, though, to the story that just makes it just that much more interesting. Jack Dorsey, the ex-CEO of Twitter that started the company has now come out, according to Fox Business, and is now slamming not Elon Musk for the whole, I'm going to take it over and try and make it free speech again, but attacking the board for how dysfunctional it is and why he left the company in the first place and only owns 2 to 2.5% two uh, of the shares of the company. Here's what he said, quote, if you look into the history of the Twitter board, it's intriguing as I was a witness on its early beginnings mirrored by a plot uh, by uh, mirrored in plots of coups and particularly amongst Twitter's founding members. I wish it could be made into a Hollywood thriller one day as he talked about how dysfunctional this actually is. Uh, He did say on his own tweet in his own Twitter page, it's constantly been a dysfunction of the company regarding why they're shutting Elon Musk out of the company and why they're trying to block him from owning the majority of the shares. 
even Jack Dorsey. This guy, remember, this is the loony guy that was like completely against Trump, completely against conservatives, all about silencing and censoring individuals. He's now open to Elon Musk, opening it back up now that he's out of the company and doesn't give a crap. And is now talking about the coups that he had to deal with with people trying to hijack and take over the company because they think it's some for some weird, weird, twisted, warped reason. This is like the most important social media platform out there and why they wanted to hijack it to try and take it over and run it the way that they wanted to. I mean, I may be old school. I don't understand the fascination of why someone wants a complete control of a social media site or why they're so into taking control of it and that goes with elon musk and every member of the board on there right now for twitter why they're so desperate to have a major just control and say over the content going over social media and tweety for example altogether in fact social media is on the way out right now according to the new york post the latest generation what they're calling the zoomers generation z the young ones that are up to age uh what 22 now between the ages of 7 and 22, their social media usage is dwindling dramatically, where only 22% of respondents to the latest polls show that they actually use Twitter and Instagram as social media platforms, down from 31% in the last generation. It's dwindling. It's going away. Even the younger generation, the pendulum swinging back the other way, saying, wait a second, we don't want anything to do with social media. Once you get off it and you see the real world, wow, we realize... You don't need to be obsessed with social media. So we're spending billions of dollars to control the content that no one's even going to be paying attention to in the next 20 years. Does that make sense to anybody? The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com.
Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out today. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. So... I've been working really hard to try and get my social media presence up. I don't spend a lot of time on it. I don't really want to spend a whole lot of time on it. But I know for the show, for the exposure, trying to get to the younger generation, trying to get to different listeners, that's that's part of the job. That's what we do as a talk show host and or any type of quote-unquote influencer, which I have to say over the weekend, we turned on as a new cooking show. I've been on a... Uh, Chef Gordon Ramsay kick for like the last month or two. We watched like two seasons of Hell's Kitchen lately, which is phenomenal. And there's this new show called uh, the, uh, what's it called? The Level Up sh- sh- um, Level Up something. I don't remember. They have like the three tiers, and it's really kind of cool. And they're all of them on there are social media chefs. They they cook on social media to teach you how to cook certain things. I didn't even know that was a thing, although there was one guy on there, the only guy that I knew, he's on TikTok and he teaches you how to cook meats and barbecue and briskets and stuff, and he's really hilarious. He's really good. But uh, he was on the show, and that was kind of neat. So I looked this up. There's an entire format on social media of people that live stream just to teach you how to cook. That's insane. Different recipes, different things to do, different combinations of food. Whatever. There are chefs that just do social media. Again, I blame my parents for not letting me play video games 20 hours a day because I could be a professional video gamer by now with uh, with what's going on. But the pendulum is swinging. People are starting to realize we went so deep in my generation, the last generation, again, for those that don't know, yes, I'm 33, I am a millennial, and I apologize for my generation every day. But, but, but... What I will say is that it's not all of us that are crazy. We're trying to represent for my generation. But my generation was the last one that grew up without computers in our face there our entire life. We went all the way up through about middle school until computers were big enough to where like, oh, hey, what's going on? Oh, hey, there's a chat room on there. Oh, hey, we should see what's going on. Before then, it was all about playing outside and working on the farm and actually spending time with family and friends there, riding bikes outside, you know, throwing apples at each other and getting big old welts and, you know, shooting guns and going hunt. That was our livelihood as a kid. Then it changed to social media. Now the generation after me is consumed. They didn't know anything. They know their life growing up by the age of five of having an iPod of or an iPhone, if iPods aren't a thing anymore, iPhones and tablets and social media and being on Facebook and doing live streams. They know this stuff. And it's so frustrating for many because you, you the cyberbullying and all the crap that goes along with it. Now, apparently, the Gen Z, the 7 to 22-year-olds are starting to realize, wait a second, maybe, just maybe, this isn't all of life. And when you step away from it, then maybe we could actually get back to normalcy. According to the report from the New York Post, a 20-year-old, Gabriella Steinerman, said, quote, when you delete it, then you realize you don't actually need it. As she banned and actually dumped her Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter back in 2019 and said she has no interest in actually going back to it. Now, is that all of the generation? Obviously not. There's going to be a massive amount of generation that's that's consumed. They're actually talking about the vertebrae growing differently because people are hunched over with their necks and their heads uh, forward further looking at their phones. And it, they do it so much that they're actually growing something weird on their spine because as they grow, they grow in that form with them hunched over looking at phones and looking at computers and tablets. That's how insane it is. But there is a percentage of people that are starting to wake up and the pendulum is going to be swinging back the other direction, which is really good news. Actually get back to outside and learning about the real world, going and talking with friends and hanging out with them personally, as opposed to just like a group chat on Facebook. You can actually do cool things like that. Like you can go somewhere and go bowling 
with your friends. You can actually go and shoot darts. You can actually go to the bar and, you know, flirt with people and not do it on Tinder or whatever the hell apps there are out there. You can do it in real life and it's way cooler. Like, I think we should sell nature and we should sell like the real world. Hey, you want a real experience? Get off your phone and let's go camping for a weekend. See how well you do. And I'm not just talking about camping with an RV where you still have your electricity. I'm talking about whatever you can fit on your backpack. We're going to hike out two miles up into the mountains and see if you can survive with a mountain lion up there. See how well that works out. All right, I think I lost a few people on that one. When we come back, bottom of the hour, Rebecca Terrell, the new American. She'll be joining us to talk about what's the latest out of Ukraine and Russia. Lots more coming up for a Monday here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Halfway through the program already. Boy, it flies right on by. Welcome back into the show. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening, we appreciate you very, very much. We love having you on the program. I've been watching some of the downloads of the podcasting kind of state-wise where we're at. And I tell you what, New Mexico, you guys are rocking it. Minnesota, you guys are killing it. Love it. Appreciate you guys. You guys are rocking the download so far for this month as we go through there. You can always check it out, all the social media, at Who's Your Reason on any of your favorite social media handles. And it's kind of fun. We have the small generational age gap that's all about it. The generation before not wanting it. The new generation's apparently starting to dwindle away from it. But we're still going to try and reach out to what you can. So Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch.tv. The We do have a Rumble as well. Don't do much with the Rumble right now. But we do have a Rumble page also. The OurFreedomBook.com, the Parlor app as well. The Truth Social, waiting for that one to come, but I don't have that one activated yet. Still waiting on my activation code on that one. And I feel like I'm missing one. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, I don't know, whatever. Any social media, we have the same handle, at Who's Your Reason, plus the website and all the links there at WhosYourReason.com as well. Let's get into what's trending for the day. What's trending today? That's what it's all about. And super happy to have this guest back on the program as we shift away from the social media Elon Musk debacle. And happy to have her back on. She is a contributor to The New American. You can find her ratings on there at thenewamerican.com. But Rebecca Terrell with us here. Rebecca, how are you today? I'm doing well, Andy. Thank you so much. Oh, it's so great to have you back on. I'm glad you had a good uh, Easter. And boy, I tell you what, even with a holiday, they still don't light up on the news or the politics, do they? 
No, they do not. One of these days, though, we'll turn that around. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, we can actually hear the news and be like, wow, there's nothing catastrophic going on in the world. Uh, but we, we got a ways to go on to get to that one. Let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about the latest coming out of Russia and the Ukraine. We've, from what we've heard, it was that we had Russian troops back out of the country. Uh, the Ukrainians actually being able to fend them off. They've kind of regrouped, and now it looks like they're doing another push from the east again, moving into the country. It sounds like they're not wanting to back down in any way, shape, or form, and it's causing a lot of catastrophe. Where are we with this madness right now? Well, I don't know that the the whole deal with the the Hunter Biden laptop and the bio labs. Yeah. Or over there, you know, you, that barely has a pulse these yeah. days, yeah. doesn't it? It, it does. And even though, even though it, it really should, because as much as we're shining this light, the spotlight on Ukraine and Russia and everything that's going on there, and I'm not, I'm not downplaying the importance of that. Shouldn't we be shining a light here too at the home front? And and there should be a huge investigation going on. You hear a lot more about still the January sixth investigation than you do about anything into. Hunter Biden's laptop and its links and and the damning, incriminating evidence on it that it even goes up to the highest office of our land. It's sad because if you listen to the mainstream media, you wouldn't even know these are is an actual investigation that it's actually going on, which is sad because there is such a tie, which really does explain, and you're going to get to this in a second with some of the ties that the that the Bidens have with, with Russia and with Ukraine and with China and with all this, because they've had their greedy hands into these areas for a very long time. But when we start to explain this, it really starts to unveil the layers and, and show and expose why we're so laxidated on the sanctions against Russia right now. I mean, we have... Uh, the financial sanctions that don't even take place for another two months. They've been still able to access everything that they want, showing, wait a second, are they tied to Ukraine? Are they tied to Russia? Are they wanting some of this to go on? What the what the heck's going on here with their family and with the Bidens? Right, exactly. And, you know, everything that comes out of Russia, they say, oh, that's just disinformation. But how much of how much of our own media is, is you know, stumping disinformation and, uh, you know, at first it was, oh, we don't have any U.S.-funded Ukrainian biolabs. And then, oh, yes, we do, but they're not involved in, <laughs> in bioweapons yeah. research. Well, you know, and, and I'm not saying that they are, but it deserves an investigation, especially because we have all of this incriminating evidence from Hunter Biden's laptop, for instance is uh, Rosemont Seneca Technology Partners funding MetaBiota, which is the company that... Um, that partners with DOD in Ukraine doing microbiological uh, research involving dangerous infectious agents. And, you know, it was it was back in March that Victoria Newland kind of let it slip that, yeah, in fact, we do have biological facilities. And she was worried about them falling into the hands of Russian forces. But back in February in the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientist, Robert Pope um, was quoted. He's a former director of the U.S. Department of Defense Cooperative Threat Reduction Program. He was worrying that the Russian invasion of Ukraine would put at risk a network of U.S.-linked labs that work with dangerous pathogens. Now, he he denied that they had anything to do with bioweapons, but then in the next voice, he admitted that some of those Ukrainian biolabs may hold pathogen strains left over from the Soviet bioweapons program. So right there, he said there are bioweapons there. Yeah. 
Now that's what and, I had heard, know, that's, and that's and that was my question: is what exactly are these being used for with these bio labs? Because uh, the only bit of news that we've gotten from any mainstream media when they did their quote unquote research was that well, they're dismantling former nuclear warheads or nuclear weapons or some type of weapons from the Cold War that Russia has turned over, and we're dismantling them and we're breaking them down and kind of uh, reverse engineering them or whatever they're doing there. That's all that we've gotten. So is that true? Is that the whole story? Is that only part of the story? Right. And, and and how do we exactly know? But again, we need an investigation. And I'm just waiting for the Republicans to step up here and, and demand this formal, you know, launch this formal investigation. I mean, I'm kind of like who that right now the Democrats in the House are blocking the Republicans from uploading Hunter Biden's laptop to the congressional record, which is what they want to do. They're saying, oh, we don't have the technology to do it. Really? This is the year 2022. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the technology to do that. Maybe you could get Hunter Biden to <laughs> find your technology mm. there. You know, so, it, yeah, it, the whole the whole thing is come clean so we can trust you and we can trust that we're getting disinformation from Russia. Uh, you know, if I were Russia, I'd be worried, too, that, they, that after COVID, yeah. <laughs> after what's gone on with Ukraine and the EcoHealth Alliance, and that's another thing, this Metabiota company is so entrenched with EcoHealth Alliance. Sure. That right there, how many red flags, you know, pop up just in relation to that alone. Yeah. We've talked a little bit about the corruption of the Ukrainian government. Obviously, they started, you know, after the breaking apart of the Soviets and they had a nation before they were united. They broke up. They're trying to reestablish themselves. And unfortunately, a lot of corrupt politicians have done a lot of corrupt things throughout the years there. Uh, personally, I think what Zelensky is doing is good, but not good enough, I think, to try and clean up some of that. And that's probably where these bio research labs came from is, hey, you know what? We got some money coming into the country if we just allow these things to happen. But here's the question with us, quote unquote, being tough on Russia with putting these, quote unquote, sanctions on Russia. But they're just kind of a slap on the wrist. I mean, Putin was already planning right. on these. Is this, do you think, the U.S. government's way of trying to cover them up by allowing Russia to do this while saying that they're against it? Or are they wanting to try and preserve these things? And are they really trying to stop Putin in this action? I don't know. I, I kind of get the impression that it is all a big horse and pony show in a way, because Zelensky is a, is a communist, just like Putin is a communist. He's, he's not this, oh, poor poor Zelensky fighting for democracy and freedom. No, he's a bad guy. <laughs> and and the fact that we're kind of standing up for him, standing up for Ukraine, uh, well, no, we need to stand up for ourselves. You know, we, we've sold out our energy um, dependent, our energy independence yeah. by embracing all this green energy that cannot keep an industrial economy like ours running. And um, we shackled our own reliable energy sources. And now Russia has us, you know, right where it wants us, so to speak. I'm not saying, I'm not standing up for Russia here, but I'm saying Ukraine isn't any better. Mm. And we need, to, we need to cut those entangling alliances, which our founding fathers warned us about, and get out of there. Yeah, well, it sounds like there's there's just too many personal things that have gone on there uh, to where, you know, it's the ties that we have with Russia and the Ukraine 
aren't political in the sense of we're trying to create peace and actually have two nations that are working together or three nations working together. But it's more of like, hey, we've had a family relationship that's made us personal gains, and that's our connection right now, and we just need to stop it on both ends. I believe so. I think you're. I think you're exactly right. But and like I said, in the meantime, we need to. We need a thorough investigation into the information that's on this laptop because it truly is something. You know, the the fact that we have all these questions about Joe Biden's presidency and his was his election valid in the first place. Um, this just this really needs to happen. It needs to happen now. That's interesting. Well, and it's so funny because a lot of people have taken these two issues between the Russia-Ukrainian issue and the Biden laptop as two separate issues to focus on when they're really intertwined because who knows what is on there, like you said, between Russia and the Ukraine. I think everybody else was just expecting to see a lot more pictures of like hookers and cocaine. I mean, that was, you know, the the, 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 the Hunter Biden experience. Well, we do. We we know that about, but we've known that for a couple of years because you know it didn't take the. We don't we don't depend upon the New York Times to verify things for us, do we? You yeah. know, I mean, they just came out, so now people are acknowledging, oh, it's authentic. Well, if it is authentic, let's look into what this laptop shows us about what has gone on when Joe Biden was vice president and now since he's been president, because it is particularly damning, um, especially in relation to what's going on in Ukraine right now. And uh, and just the obvious lies that have been told, just like Joe Biden claiming that he didn't have any knowledge at all whatsoever of his son's business dealings in Ukraine, which is absolutely false, a blatant lie exactly. that we already know from what's on the laptop. And there's there's so much else on there. And the fact that the Democrats in the House are trying to obstruct our knowledge of that by preventing it from being uploaded to the congressional record is it's very damning very yeah. telling oh yeah mm-hmm. it's very it's very telling it says a lot we're talking with rebecca terrell she is a writer for the new american the new american.com hold on the line rebecca we got to take a hard break here when we come back i want to finish this conversation how we move forward and how china could be involved with the biden's as well all that and more the coming up Voice See here. of reason with andy hoosier Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com.
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Last few minutes of the show. It goes by way too fast here, especially on a Monday. There's so much to talk about in such little time as they try and ram through a bunch of crap while we're off trying to eat ham. There was a headline. We're not going to be able to get to it today. We'll talk more about it tomorrow from Breitbart News of the amount. Anybody can take a guess? The amount of illegal immigrants that Joe Biden has released from border crossers. Sorry, they don't call them illegal immigrants. Now they're border crossers. <laughs> Let's just say, according to Breitbart News, that population is larger than the city of Boston. And that's the amount of people that he's allowed into the country, border crossers, since he took over the administration just a little over a year ago. Right now, the we are talking about Russia, Ukraine, how we're tied into it, not just as the nation, but as the Biden administration, the Biden family, the big guy. Is that what the email said? That was the emails, right? Rebecca was the big guy that was getting all the money, right? The kickbacks? The, exactly. It was, uh, And it was Bobolinsky who identified him, what, two years ago as yeah. the big guy. And he, you know, he blew the whistle on this and everyone ignored him and said he was crazy. And now it's coming out. You know, everything on this laptop is verifying what all these insane conspiracy theorists uh, said two years ago, right before the election. So how sad is it that we've had this laptop for two years now and they just reaccepted the laptop in to actually do an investigation on it? Two years, a year into the presidential administration and two years since we learned about this. And we're just like, I guess there is something here. And what is with that timing? I don't get that. That's what I'm still trying to figure out. How, why are they suddenly expendable? And I mean, the New York Times isn't owning up because it suddenly found Jesus or anything like that. <laughs> you know, so what, what's with that timing? I don't know if you have any thoughts on it. I'd love to hear them if you do. I, I think that right now the Biden administration's ratings and approval ratings are so low that they have to do something to talk about and they can't talk about anything positive. So they have to come out with the dirt. They probably know a transition's about to happen, whether it's to Kamala, whether it's to put Pete Buttigieg in, whether it's, uh, you know, just a complete self-destruction of the Democrats, clean out all the stuff and start fresh enough time for the midterm elections. I don't know why they're talking about it now, but I do find it fascinating going into an election season where you think they keep this lock and sealed up at least until December or January of next year. Right, exactly. And I think it's going to be interesting to see the answer, how that unfolds, the answer to that question unfolds. But but two related emails, which are on this laptop, they were from Cooney's emails that he released after he was he took the fall in the um, loan and I mean in the investment scandal. Yeah. Um, that that you know they're like he mentioned before the break the link to China and the China Entrepreneur Club, which is also known as the Second Foreign Ministry of China, and how that was set up by the White House or. or through Hunter Biden and his associates 
to link all of those extremely that well, I mean, they're operatives, they're government operatives in China yeah. to the Obama White House at the time when Joe Biden was vice president. Um, you know, and, and Joe Biden getting involved, he bragged about it himself that he had the prosecutor investigating Burisma fired. Right. Because the prosecutor was investigating his son. Yep. Yeah. He, he threatened to withhold what was it, one billion dollars in loans? Yeah. And they were Ukraine. okay with it. Everybody, everybody was they, okay with it. Oh, it's not a big deal. It's just normal politics, right? Right. They chuckled. They they laughed yeah. at it. And it, when he bragged about it, I'm going, what is it going to take? What? Why are people so blind? But um, but it is. It's going to take a full investigation to expose all this. And I, I don't know, this this timing of the Russian invasion of Ukraine and all that, I, I don't know. I don't know if Russia's on the up and up or not with with everything, the propaganda that they feed us. I don't trust them either. Well, I don't. But I, don't, I mean, I've gotten to the yeah. I've gotten to the point where I don't trust our White House any more than I trust Russia. I'm right there with you. I I despise Russia. I know that Vladimir Putin's still a, a Soviet communist that wants to reunite communism, and he's got his own personal things in store. Uh, is he doing the right thing? No. Should he be invading or yeah. killing innocents? No, absolutely not. But right. what I will say is we could learn a lesson from what he's doing, becoming more self-dependent on the global market yeah. by getting back to the gold standard, by cutting off the trade internationally and looking for himself first. We could learn a lesson or two from that, I think. Absolutely, absolutely. And and we need to pray for the Russian people because I think just like we're not behind our White House, I bet that they're not behind what he's doing. Exactly. Exactly. They're getting the grunt of all the sanctions we're putting on and they're suffering as much as what right. we're, we're going to be soon with all of this crap going on. Rebecca Tur- uh, Terrell. Exactly. TheNewAmerican.com. Go and check out all her writings. Rebecca, we love having you on the program. It's outstanding what you guys are doing over there with the journalism and the writing. Let's get you back on the show again here real soon. Thank you, Andy. I'd love it. Hey, always a pleasure. That does for us today. All done for the first day of the week in the books. Back at it tomorrow. We have an entire laundry list of things to talk about this week. Until then, be your own voice of reason. It's time to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.